Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Dirt and Sprague. Guys, this weekend ain't about bricking stocks and bonds. It's about football! It's about getting your ass up off of your lazy ass, yelling for your team, and saying, let's go, balls! Damn it! With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. And for the love of God, people, quit doing the freaking wave. Are you kidding me? The wave? Jesus. Nobody does the wave anymore. Yeah, the Billy Bob's do it in NASCAR at the racetrack because there's nothing else to do there except meow, 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 and watch the damn cars go in circles and wait for a wreck. Dirt and spray gone 1080. Damn it, son. Do y'all hear me? The fan. Hey, let's do this. Final hour, Dirt and Spray here on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. Thanks for being a part of our Tuesday. Get to the mail sack coming up here in about 12 minutes or so. Your questions are welcome, 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. Sports, non-sports, we'll answer them coming up here in the next segment. We've got a lot to get to in the final hour of the show. The sad news in the morning, Mike Leach passed away. We found that out uh, in our opening segment this morning. About five minutes into the show, the announcement came down, and everybody is sharing their condolences on Twitter and stories and videos, and it's been kind of fun during commercial breaks to dive in and watch some of those and reminisce about all the crazy things that that guy said and the impact that he had on the game of college football. I did want to start, so we were in the last segment talking about reviewing roughing the passer calls. There was another questionable one this weekend uh, in the Dolphin-Charger game. And there is a push, and there will be a push this offseason to, to take those away in terms of we need to be able to review it because there's been a lot of bad ones this year. I think back to Grady Jarrett and Tom Brady that cost Atlanta the game potentially in Tampa, basically ended it. They had come all the way back. They get this horrible roughing the passer call. They should have gotten the football back. Roughing the passer call extends the drive, essentially ends the game. And we're going to look back on that at the end of the year. That might end up winning Tampa Bay the division. They're a game ahead really of Carolina. Might. Like it really might. It could come down to that, which is ridiculous that it could. And, and so the question that I asked was, are you, are you pro or against reviewing roughing the passer calls? Because the last time the NFL did this was in reaction to pass interference that was a blown call in the Rams and Saints NFC Championship game. 
And for the next year or two, whatever it was, they they reviewed it, and the refs didn't they didn't go along with it. I mean, the refs never overturned pass interference calls. It felt like they felt like it was questioning their authority and their ability, and there was almost like this under the table agreement that we're not going to overturn these calls, and the NFL had to go away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that to me is the first question that you have to ask if this is going to be a thing is are the refs going to take it seriously in overturning the calls? But my thought was, like, I have, well, there's a lot of people texting in about the Sky Judge, which I have long argued, we all argue, that's the easy fix to all this. I think every play should be reviewable. I think every penalty should be reviewable. There's a guy that sits in a booth. He has five seconds, which you always have in between plays. Feed him a slow-motion replay of the play. Did he miss a holding call? Did they did they get the holding call wrong? Was there this, you know, should they have called this or that? You have 10 seconds, 5 seconds, whatever you want it to be. And if you realize you missed something, you buzz down, hey, throw the flag or hey, pick the flag up and you go to the next play. It's a really simple solution. I don't know why the NFL won't do it. They do it occasionally. But I feel like roughing the passer calls, I don't know if you agree with this, roughing the passer calls are easier to review than pass interference. Oh, yeah, because I I well, pass interference calls to me aren't that difficult. They just didn't want to throw each other under the bus for bad calls. That's why I don't like the review process from the coaching angle. Like, coaches get irate and they get upset and, all right, here comes my red challenge flag. You're wrong. You don't know what a sack is. I would rather have a sky judge determine this. Say, hey, guys, it might have looked like it in real time. We reviewed it. Not, yeah, not, pick not the flag up. No need, to, no need to throw the flag there. It's It's not a hard thing to do. And so, like, again, I, I just don't want coaches to have to waste challenges on this. This is something they could do in 60 seconds. We watched that replay, and I think universally we're all like, that's not roughing. He's There's nothing. <laughs> right. That's football. There, some, some of this stuff, this whole body weight on the body thing. So, like, we have to just deny physics? I, I don't know. Like, how... What what's the guy's name for Buffalo? Milano? Matt Milano. Matt yeah. Milano. Like that to me is also football, but how is that hit legal? <laughs> but the but just landing on is, top of a guy because it's body weight. I, I go back to the Chris Jones Derek Carsack. You remember that in that game? I do remember that one. Ridiculous. Like some of these guys, like they can only do so much. So you want them to basically grab the quarterback and then what? Hold him and wait for the whistle? Hey, these quarterbacks are slippery, man. <laughs> Especially Herbert. He's not small, so <laughs> I just I hate how easy they throw the flag. I I see it on Twitter every time there's a bad sack. It's like, well, might as well put a red jersey on the guy. I kind of share the sentiments. I do. Like I don't want the quarterback to get hurt either, but he should be no different. He's in, on the field playing football. You're allowed to hit him. You, you, you don't do any of these rules for defensive linemen or for linebackers or for running backs. Like it's only the quarterback that get these special rules. And if I land my body weight on a wide receiver, it's not a 15 yard penalty. And it's because we want them on our television set. I I want them too, but like you can't keep penalizing defensive linemen for making good plays. Yeah, yeah. Somebody said uh, a couple of texts. Somebody said the only problem with this is the review is going to take forever. Another one. It sounds awful. Slow the game down even more. How yeah, about this? Hear me out. Ban replay. Yeah. Well, look, and I I get those, but I ban this rule. Then if you're gonna ban and replay, ban the rule. Yeah, then let's go back to hitting quarterbacks the way we did in 1990. That kind of anything goes. Like there obviously will some some that are clear and obvious, but outside of that, like unless it's obvious, I'm not throwing the flag on it. Below but, the knees, throw the flag. A sack from behind, and you end up landing on him. Like, sorry, that's football. Yeah, and this is where I, you know, to me, it's not. It, it wouldn't take that long if you operated it correctly. Like, think about yourself watching at home. How instantly are you reacting to a good or bad call when it's made? Like it, it is literally seconds after the play. They're showing you a slow motion replay 
and you're watching it on your TV and you have an immediate reaction. Oh, that's a bad call. Or that was a good call. And the, and the Philip Sacker Herbert, uh, it was right after the play. They throw the flag. You're like, huh, what's this flag on? What's going on? Like, because it didn't look like roughing the passer. I thought maybe there's a holding call. I had no clue what it was. And then they say roughing the passer and they show you the replay 10 seconds later. Yeah. And there it is. It's like, oh, that was not roughing the passer. That was a horrible penalty. And they should pick that flag up. I think if you, if you do it correctly, uh, there, it should not take that long. But I, I get your point about having uh, coaches, you know, use their challenges on this. Are they going to want to throw the flag on it? We've just seen multiple games where it feels like it's impacted the outcome of the game. This isn't a, a mere defensive holding penalty that you're reviewing. A roughing the passer call can often come in third and long situations. It did on that Chargers drive. They were in a third and long. And again, they didn't score points on the drive. But what if they did? That changes the outcome of a game. And so these can be monumental calls that teams and, and officials are getting wrong that I would like the ability to go back to and, and adjust. And Jalen Phillips, after the game, sent out a tweet because sometimes roughing the passer calls come with major fines afterwards. And he sent out a tweet saying, wait a minute, am I going to get fined 15 grand for this on a call that sh- on something that shouldn't have been a roughing the passer call? So if you have the ability after the game to go back and review it and take my fine away, why do we not have the ability in game to take a fifteen yard penalty away? I just yeah. There, there's a lot left to be desired from NFL officiating, but, but and you that's and, one of them. Yeah, I think the other part of this too is if you don't get fined, it's like the NFL's way of basically saying without saying, "Sorry, we were wrong." Right. And I hate that. I hate they do that in the NBA. I too. hate that. Like in the last two minute report, like yes. get it right in the moment. Yes. That doesn't help me. If my team loses a game and gets hosed by bad officiating, right. your last two minute report does not help me. No. That game could have just cost us the sixth seed in the playoffs, and now we're in the play in. Yeah. I just, uh, it was a bad one. Uh, somebody said by rule he landed his body on Herbert. No, I know. By the letter of the law, it's technically a, a foul. But, like, again, go watch the Mike White sack, and you tell me that play's legal, but Jalen Phillips' sack on Herbert is not. Somebody said rules for roughing the passer are really a business decision by the NFL. There's that's no doubt absolutely about that. it's what it is. That's what they've done. They they understand how much money those guys make, and they want to protect him, and that's why they call anytime you breathe on him. I I'm all for the ability to review it. I, I I don't care about having a game go an extra 10 minutes. I want calls to be right. And I think roughing the passer calls have been horrendous this year. We have gone way too far over the edge of protecting quarterbacks. And if you have the ability to look at a replay for 10 seconds and say that's not a roughing the passer call, yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Mike White, he is apparently going to play this weekend. I don't know how he's alive. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if I took that hit right now, if you, if you put pads on me right now, Swag, I want to ask you this. I put pads on you right now, and let's say we put some padding on the cement in our parking lot, and Matt Milano charges at you running as fast as he, he was probably running. I'd be in traction. Would you be dead? Uh, if not, I'd be. Because I think I would be. I think I'd be lying in a hospital. You'd be in a feeding tube, probably. Yeah. 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 And Mike White got. He came back in that game. Came back in, in the, the game. game. He's gonna play. He had a quote after the. I mean, Mike White is. He, everybody in New York loves him. His teammates love him. Zach Wilson is told. I mean, that dude is done. That Mike White had a quote after you the game. He's done. Basically, like you'd he's have done to, in New York. He's done in New York. Really? He's like going to have to go somewhere. They else. love him there. He said after the game, like you'd have to peel me off the field to get me to not play. Did you see what they wore to Buffalo? <laughs> so the Jets put out a video of, of you know teams put out videos of guys loading onto the plane. They sent out a video and photos of the team loading onto the plane to go to Buffalo. Almost every single person in the video and picture was wearing a Mike White T-shirt. Yeah, 
It's over for that for ain't Wilson. the Zach Wilson locker room. Nope. He I think he lost some. There were comments from guys in training camp. Like it just has been a rough go for well, him. Well, take accountability. Don't take come accountability out and say it wasn't, you didn't let the defense down. We watched the game. And you got this dude, like the Mike White fever is kind of funny because he torched Chicago. And other than that, he's I mean, he's been fine. He's been serviceable, but I think we overreacted a hair to him torching one of the worst defenses in the NFL and the Bears. But he well, is, also Minnesota he had to come back against yeah, Minnesota Minnesota's defense with a damn near one. Oh, Minnesota's defense is it's rough. awful, yeah. Uh but he is beloved because of his personality and because of stuff like that. Like he coming back in that game, that's a big deal for like a leadership standpoint in that locker room. That's a divisional rival. You're trying to, you know, stay alive in the playoff chase and you you gut it out and you come back in that game. They love him in that locker room. And he, they're playing the Lions this weekend. Imagine telling me like at the start of the year that I was going to be jacked out of my gourd for a Jets Lions game this weekend. Because yeah. I can't wait to watch that game at, at in December too. In if December, I yeah. Well, the Lions are one of uh, five teams. You know, the Lions are one of five teams in the NFC with a plus point differential. Do you know who doesn't have a plus point differential? The Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings. They're a minus one because they got killed by the Cowboys. I mean, yeah, but also they have all these back and forth games, a lot of close and, wins, yeah. and a blowout loss that'll yeah. do it to you. Uh, two other quick injury notes: Debo Samuel will return at some point in the regular season. It sounds like for San Francisco. So that's big news for them. The worst is avoided for Debo. Well, I don't know, man. Brock Purdy is going into Seattle hurt now. Yeah, he is. He's listed as day to day. I'm extremely worried. Ken Barkley on a show <laughs> yesterday basically saying I'm taking Seattle plus the three, and I'm like, awesome. I'm going to go to the first. My first Niner game is going to be a loss. Who is the uh, who's next in line for the 49ers? Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson. Yeah, Josh Johnson. But can he hand the ball off? The bigger question is, can anybody on Seattle tackle Christian McCaffrey? Yes. Oh, see, I think the bigger question is, can the Niners' secondary defend Lockett and Metcalf? I, I, I think the Niners' defense is great. It's number one in almost every category. I'm worried like how that that Niner offense is so bad that Seattle's able to move the ball through the air. I don't quite have that same fear. And I, I do think, think they Purdy's line up play. McCaffrey in the Wildcat at some point <laughs> and run it. just do that. I think Purdy's going to play, but he's not going to be 100%. No, no. Again, can he hand the ball off? Yes. I like the Niners' chances. He's capable. So that game is Thursday, and uh, there you go. There's your injury notes. And the NFL considering reviewing roughing the passer calls this offseason. Let's get to the mail sack. Your questions welcome. 503-250-1080. Sports, non-sports. We will answer them next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm gonna wait till the All right, let's sack it up. Tuesday, slightly after 8.15. By the way, I, I didn't catch this. Yeah. So I guess RG3 on the pregame said a racial slur? He did, yeah. Mm. He, he said he did not mean to say it. Oh. Yeah. I'm well, not going to say what he said. Yeah, yeah. no. I mean, we're not going to do Obviously. That, uh, for... <laughs> not a good idea. Right. He said he didn't mean to say it. I just, uh, it's interesting that that, like, I missed that. I didn't see that. He I did, did not that. see it live. I saw it on Twitter, and I, I, I didn't know much about the phrase that he uttered i didn't i had you heard that before i i like faintly but i didn't really know the connection and then i saw the controversy on twitter and so i googled the backstory behind it and uh yeah not a good not a good thing to say on tv also rg3 is 13 years younger than tom brady isn't that insane and he's out of the league he's 32 (laughs) (laughs) god that kind of stuff blows your mind does it not when you think about it oh i want to get to a brady thing probably tomorrow because what brady had to endure this weekend has to be the worst yeah, yeah, it's he well also he's enduring it's his own fault. He could have stepped away and retired last offseason when he should have retired. Maybe he'd still be buried right now. Damn it, Tom. I think he's been going through this for a few <laughs> years now, unfortunately for him. Did you see the the Shannon and Skip heated exchange yesterday? Right, let's get to the mail sack. Okay. I, I don't want to talk about that bull crap. I saw that stuff. Okay. Performative art. Yeah, I love the. Uh, <laughs> Imagine being such. I'm a in the bad Hall athlete. of Fame. <laughs> Imagine being such a bad athlete that you average 1.2 points per game in high school. High school basketball, and you have the audacity to scream at an NFL Hall of Famer that he is jealous. One of the greatest tight ends of all time. Wow. All right, let's sack it up here. Uh, mail sack question: Early predictions for Oregon and Oregon State's 2023 records. Uh, Oregon State 10 and two. <laughs> Uh, Oregon ten and two, <laughs> with Oregon State winning their tenth game, the last game of the year. Oh, okay, back to back civil wars. Uh, you do know they have the schedule and talent to do that, right? I I do. I'm okay. not. I know. Sometimes you. I don't know if you know you <laughs> chuckle when you talk about Oregon State, but you awkwardly chuckle. I I like chuckling. It's fun. Uh, but I, it's only for that team. Uh, no, it's not. I chuckle about a lot of stuff. Uh, I'm I'm trying to pull up their future football schedule. Who, Oregon? No, well, both of them. Because I do know Oregon State's got a, a cakewalk non-conference again. Would Easy you non-conference. play somebody? Would you play somebody? Yeah. I, you play, are you kidding me? Nobody wants to come to Corvallis then for Then go home on homes. the road. No, why do we have to do why, that? Why should they have to do that? Their when you... non-conference schedule next year yeah. is San Jose State. Yep. You're going to San Jose State. You're willing to go to San Jose State, UC Davis, mm-hmm. and San Diego State. I mean, we won the Mountain West. We got to defend our crown. <laughs> clown so, question, so, bro. Well, let me let me just let me just ask this quickly. Would you rather go to and I know the answer Atlanta to this. and get your ass kicked on uh, national TV? No, I no. Playing a Power Five school would be nice. When was the last time you played a Power Five school in non-conference? Uh, probably two years ago. Okay. <laughs> let me ask you. Nobody this. will come to Corvallis. Oklahoma State came to Corvallis. Wisconsin came to Corvallis. Okay. All right. You don't think you they've tried to get that with other schools? I don't actually know. Really? I think they hit the bottom and they said, let's schedule easy cakewalk non-conference games. Well, let me ask you this, though. for Michigan. Uh, th- well, that's the point. We make fun of Michigan all year because they play nobody in non-conference. Yeah. If Oregon State goes 10-2 and two next year, are we going to make fun of them for playing nobody in non-conference? No, because that would mean they took care of their conference schedule. <laughs> okay. 
because this conference is good now. Well, you'd you'd be a two loss conference team if you went ten and two, unless you somehow yeah. lose to UC Davis or San Diego State. Yeah, no, I don't think they'll lose their non-conference games, okay. but it's possible to lose. Purdue's two coming games. to Corvallis in twenty twenty four. There you go. There you go. All right, well, we got a, who do they? Okay, so who do you finally, guys have next year? Uh, I know we play Texas Tech is one in Dallas. Mm. It's not great, but it's a Power Five school. Would Texas Tech <laughs> beat San Jose State? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I think the answer to that is yes, but I also don't know the answer to that. Yeah. And they're going to Dallas to play them. So oh, you now guys, that I'm looking, you at guys this are going thing? to a neutral site game. It's a neutral which is site, basically game. right down the road yeah. from Lubbock. We're doing it again. Why do no. you guys do that to yourselves? I don't know. It's really stupid. Either go to the stadium or don't go to the stadium. It's really stupid. Sprague, yeah. yeah, we're planning our trip now in 2027. Yeah, it's Ole Miss. Jeez. Please hope this holds. Yeah, we're going to Oxford. Yeah, that's the plan. I it's... remember when that one was scheduled. It was a big deal. Are they? They're coming back, right? Um, in 2030. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm not even going to be in sports radio in 20. That's about the time we finally get our Ohio State home game again. Oh, after no we kidding. go back to Columbus again, though, first. Because, you know. Hey, I we went to Columbus. We got our ass kicked in Columbus. You did. Swag yeah. was yeah. there for I that. I was there. You were at that one. Yeah, okay. with the hour and a half uh, thunderstorm Look, delay at halftime. You can chastise the, the non-conference schedule. <laughs> I just find it funny that we make fun of other schools for doing this. Oregon State's now a respectable program. Yeah. And so when you, when you, when you enter that conversation, which you have again, yes. we sh- we're holding you to a higher standard. It's fine when you're a two-win team. I don't care who you play in non-conference because you suck and you want to get as many wins as you can. Right. You're, you're a national player now, buddy. And I'm with you there. But you got to remember, they schedule these things like a decade out. When did they schedule San Jose State? Because I think San Jose State came here when Gary Anderson was still here. They probably did. That was like Seth Collins' first game. Like These games get scheduled so far out that I think that they cupcaked the future schedule. At least they got Purdue and they got Ole Miss coming at some point. Uh, Oregon's non-conference schedule next year. Portland State at Texas Tech, but technically in Dallas at Jarrow's World. And then they get the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors coming to you. So you guys should be three. You're acting acting like you got this juggernaut (laughs) non-conference schedule. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Why are you mad? I don't know. Challenge flag. Throw it a challenge flag. Okay. I've had to hear Beaver fan rant and rave about how we both went nine and three this year when you played nobody not conference and we had to go to Georgia and play the national champs. We played the Mountain West champions and we beat them. What do you want us to do about that? I can't that? work with I this mean. level of stupidity. Uh, so that's the non-conference. Oh, here's what I'll say. I think it all depends on quarterback. When I know that I have to swallow, I can't swallow. <laughs> Damn it. Did you pull the spit one? Yes, I get did. in my own head and I can't swallow and I have to like spit it out. <laughs> you get in your own head. That's at, that's You're flexible. <laughs> You get in your own. This head. is ridiculous. This is way too much ammunition to have against go. me. Whenever I'm ranting and raving but about now, the beads, the two of you little beavers you're are gonna just being childish over there. Up. I'm not. You're no. being childish. Can we can we acknowledge this? We'll move on to another question. I think the question is that. I, hold on. Let me answer the question first before I'm interrupted about swallowing. Okay. Can I answer the question? You. Immature bastards. Can you pull that, please? Uh, it is all about quarterback play for both teams. Does Bo Nix come back? If he does, I'll say you're, you're, plus, you're 10 and 2, plus or minus 1. Okay. And for Oregon State, I do think they're going to have to, they have to figure out the quarterback thing. Absolutely. Uh, you're, you cannot go 9, 10 wins every year without having a quarterback. I just refuse to believe that. Eventually, you're going to need to find a guy. I think this year is more of an outlier anomaly, but I think Smith has the ability to find that guy. If they find it, I'll say 9 and 3, plus or minus 1. You mean anomaly in, like, in terms of winning games without a quarterback? In that yeah, way? like winning 10 games. Like, I'm not saying you can't go to a bowl game, mm. but winning, Washington is only going to get better. 
Oregon, I think, is not going anywhere. Well, they lost to Washington, though. They do, I mean, but they could have won that game, and they would have won it with a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I think Washington is going to get better. I think Washington State is not going anywhere. I think Dickard's doing a good job there. So I, Utah's obviously not going anywhere in the conference. I know USC and UCLA are leaving, but I think if you want to be a consistent player in the con- like you, you have to figure that out. Yeah, I, I think the quarterback thing, like, so I don't, I don't think I disagree with your Washington point. The only pushback I would say, though, is like you're saying Washington's only going to get better. If Oregon State finds a quarterback, that is They're like, only going to get better, too. That is better, yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying that they can't get better. I'm saying you got to find one. I think Oregon, Oregon State, and Washington, I think those are three programs that feel like they might be a piece away from being in hold the laughter or don't, a Pac-12 title or playoff conversation for themselves next year. Yeah, it's going to be a fun race. And I think they should all feel that way because even though Oregon's lost a ton of players to the transfer portal, they're bringing guys in. We'll see what happens with this Dante Moore thing or if Bo Nix is coming back. I don't know. But I would I would tend to believe that they're going to be okay. Oregon State's got decent guys coming back, offensive line coming back. Like mm-hmm. They get a quarterback position. I think they'll be right back where they're, they were at in Washington. I mean, they shocked the world, and Penix is coming back. So mm-hmm. I think kind of all three going with similar expectations next year. Sky's the limit. I, I can't I, – I'm not going to defend the non-conference. I'll take 3-0 and because that's the game we're playing now is it doesn't matter if you play anybody in non-conference. I, I do think you need to acknowledge, and I think we need to acknowledge as Pac-12 fans, mm-hmm. like start – some of these programs need to start coming out here. And I'm not just talking about Purdue's or Texas Tech's or Ole Miss. Like get some of the juggernauts. Like – I want Rob Mullins to be scheduling home and homes with Georgia. Like Ohio State, how are they skating to coming to Eugene till 2030? That's ridiculous. Yeah, they do the whole future scheduling so, thing. We don't have an opening. You know, this conference always has to go play other people in quote unquote neutral site games or at their venues. Like, start coming to our venues. Make college football fun again. I agree 100% with that. And that is one of the arguments I've long made for the expanded playoff is I, it gives you the ability to schedule a game like that and not have your season end in week two. And I don't know if teams will actually do it or not. Maybe I'm just being overly, you know, overly optimistic and glass half full guy. But I, that to me is the whole point of having an expanded playoff because teams feel like they have to schedule a certain way to protect their playoff interests, and that's horrible for the sport. It doesn't really show us who the four best teams in the country are. Michigan played maybe the worst non-conference schedule of any Power Five school this year. They're in the college football playoff. So did UCLA. I mean, well, UCLA, UCLA did year. because Michigan backed out of the game. They were supposed to play UCLA. TCU, I don't think they expected to be here. They at least played a Power Five school, if you want to call Colorado that. But look at their non-conference schedule. It's nothing. It's a joke. So. There's no difference between Colorado to me and Fresno State. No, I, I, there the is not. Well, hell, Fresno State was better in Colorado this yeah, year. Yes, they were. So sometimes just saying we played a Power Five school, like it doesn't count when it's Colorados of the world. So. Uh, I I hope that we get to a point where that has changed and we get fun non-conference games every year. That's what I want. And if you lose, it doesn't matter because you know, hey, if we got to go play Georgia at Georgia, well, hey, we're probably not going to win that game. But guess what? If we go win the conference, we're in the expanded college football playoff. We have a listener Uh saying that that game is not in Dallas, that that's the name of their football stadium is Jones AT&T Stadium. I'm trying to look it up right now. To see oh. if that's true. Okay, I had a, a yeah, it is. It's called Jones AT and T Stadium. Okay, well then maybe it is in Lubbock. Well, that's good. That's a kick ass little non conference visit if you're a Duck fan. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a cool, Lubbock. It, they care about football there. They I, they do care. I think where there's passion, there's good venues. <laughs> okay. I don't know how passionate they are right now. Well, that's good but... news. I I had heard that that game was at AT and T Stadium uh, in Dallas. So if it's not, that's a that's a great sign. Why is it named just like? 
<laughs> Jones, AT&T's big in Dallas, man. It's big in Texas. Isn't Jera Arkansas guy? Uh, yeah, he is. Hmm. Also, I, Tyler Shuck might be the starting quarterback in that game. He's still around? I mean, he's only been gone for two years. Did he play this year? I don't know. No. Hold on. One I thought second. they had a new guy. Hold on. We didn't Hold get on. any other questions because you got so well, upset. We got sidetracked. We because got butt hurt dirt. You started playing swallowing drops, and it's not appreciated. I, uh, I think he has another year of eligibility left. He threw six touchdowns and three picks this year. Ah, elite. Yeah, that didn't work out too well. <laughs> <laughs> he played in one team. Looks like he started three games. He threw for 436 on Oklahoma. They won it overtime. One of the biggest gifts Oregon's ever given Oregon State, playing Tyler Shuck an entire Civil War. Yeah, yeah, that was a thing. I was, <laughs> wish we didn't do that. All right, hey, we got some other questions. We didn't get to them there. I want to get to them next. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, welcome back in. 837. Went a little long there. We got sidetracked. You guys got all fired up. Started yelling and screaming. We did. I got screamed at because Oregon State kicked everybody to come to Corvallis. Started hooting and hollering. Somebody said, uh, Dirt's a salty duck fan. Yeah, you are a salty duck fan. What's going on? I am a salty duck fan. Are you worried about Dante Moore? Uh, No, I'm actually not. I know. I feel like you guys shouldn't be, but... Like, He's oh. taking trips. I think he should take trips. He was FaceTiming their running back commit out of Mississippi. Everybody said he was going to flip to Ole Miss, and then he ended up not visiting Ole Miss. Mm. And Lanning was in town last night, and he was FaceTiming with Dante Moore. The three of them were FaceTiming, so I... I think Dante's just acquiring free stuff. Yeah, I think he's visiting the country, traveling the country, as he should. That's what I would do. Free trips to L.A., free trips to Columbus, free trips to Florida, wherever the hell you want to go, man. I don't want to sidetrack. I want to get to the questions. So I'm having dinner this weekend after my nephew's basketball game, and my my brother-in-law, it wasn't his kid, but my other brother-in-law, we're talking, his nephew's playing Spokane, and they're like stud basketball, baseball players. Well, they're really good in baseball. Their dad's like 6'10". He mm-hmm. was a pitcher for San Diego State. Like, the genes are there, right? The kids are huge. He says, I find out this kid, his nephew, has a full ride to Yale. Yale, well, not full, like 90% paid for it. I'm like, Yale? Yale. You gotta take it. And he's like, yeah. He doesn't really want to go to the East Coast. And I'm like, imagine being so good athletically. You turn down Yale. Yale gives you a free education, and you're like, I'm good. I don't need that in my life. How much does a four-year degree from Yale cost? I don't even want to begin to know, but he's he's sniffing at Major League Baseball, like not even just college. And I'm like, well, I guess when that's happening, it's different. It makes sense. Uh, no, I just I, I I feel bad to a certain extent. Like I, it's great that you have three easy wins. I'm kind of that way as an Oregon fan next year. Not that they're guaranteed, I guess, to beat Texas Tech. You but guys should have three easy. They wins. They should have three yeah. easy wins. There is a bummer though. Like you get, and I always remember this at the end of the college football season. The season comes and goes so quickly. When you really stop to think about it, you realize there's 12 days out of the calendar year that you get to watch your college football team play. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you hope maybe a 13th in a conference championship or maybe an extra one in a bowl game. But you're only guaranteed 12 every year. And when three of them suck, yeah. it sucks. Like, as a fan, like, I know you want, the 3-0 record's great and you want to have a good record at the end of the season. Nobody's excited about going to those games or watching those games. Yeah. Nobody. It's like when Oregon plays Portland State. I, I, that's terrible. That's terrible. I don't want them to play Portland State. Okay. Uh, Millsack, would you, uh, will you be there when Drexler Way is renamed... Dame Drive. Oh, I'm going to be cheering. I'll probably cry. I'll be like, look at that. We're naming the street after somebody who actually wants to identify with our Lillard Lane. Lillard Lane. I love it. Love it. Let's just rename Lake Oswego Lake Damo. Lake Damo? I don't know. Dame Dame can do better than that. Yeah, you're right. Just name it the letter O. Yeah. Where do you live? Lake Oswego. The letter O. You're not wrong. I like that. Give me a key to the city. Yeah. You know, Lillard Lane. Statue. I like all Where does that. the I statue mean, go around the moto? It's got to go by the fountains and the fire, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. That's a pretty good spot for it, I would think. Yeah. Actually, the funny part would be him shooting in the parking lot and then the hoop somewhere else. <laughs> Just super far away. Yeah. yeah. They do have, like, the Rip City thing that you, like, take your ear of the eye. Yeah. Him shooting could be the eye. Well... Do you invite Paul George in because he has to be the sucker in the statue that's holding the hand up, yes. doesn't he? Yeah. I think just out of like yeah. respect. I think there's a separate statue by the exit of him waving bye-bye. <laughs> you can put PG-13 over there. You, oh. Him at the exit waving bye-bye <laughs> yeah. would be an unbelievable statue. I think that's actually underrated. What is the pose for the statue? Cause <laughs> bye-bye. The, the wave goodbye is <laughs> a pretty good one. Like, yeah, you're leaving. It's either him. God, that's good. Tapping the wrist. Tapping the wrist or bye-bye. Um, okay, Millsack, is there a uh, is the field in Glendale cursed because it was built on a native burial ground or something? A lot of bad injuries have occurred there. Cam Chancellor's career ended. Richard Sherman, Seahawk career came to an end. Kyler Murray, I look I, the do you, injuries. Do you believe in this stuff? Uh, I don't believe in the injury stuff. I do think that fe- I don't ever want to go to that stadium again. No, I'm asking, do you believe in curses? Uh, no, I don't believe in curses. Really, I don't. You don't think the karmic way of the universe comes around in some way to say, hey, you were this is awful or no i don't okay. think so right. uh my my college program has lost a national championship in that building and a final four game in that building and both in about as heartbreaking a fashion as humanly possible yeah that's pretty and bad. so if you're a seahawk fan and a duck fan you lost a super bowl in that building you your dynasty blew, dynas- a, super in blew a super bowl in that building your dynasty came to an end essentially in that building yeah. uh and if, if you add the ducks on top i mean that is that is a house of whores yeah, it is. Yeah, it and is. not the good kind of horrors. Is your buddy Crawford a Duck fan? Yeah, he sent me a Jerry Rice Seahawk jersey the other day, and I hate him. So you know what? I'm glad you reminded him of this. He said you would. He said you should wear this on Thursday, and it was a Jerry Rice Seahawk jersey. And I, oh man, I hate that guy. Just texting back about Thomas Rawls. I did actually. <laughs> inside joke. Uh, Millsack, what are your predictions for the Pac-12 bowl record? You got to wait till Thursday for that. We'll make our Pac-12 picks against the spread. Yes, we will. Uh, what is your most embarrassing New Year's Eve moment? Uh, I went to a buddy's house in 2007, I want to say, or maybe it was 06, 07, uh-huh. and uh, his mo- his, he was still living at his parents' house. They were a there's great Filipino family having this huge party, and I got introduced to Cognac. I don't remember mm. how I got home. And I didn't end up well. A lot of pain the next day. A lot of throwing up. I might have said something to his mom that I shouldn't have said. Um yeah, a lot of a lot of egg rolls were all over the ground, and I somehow ended up home. <laughs> egg rolls, that's a lot bad, of them. That's a bad thing to puke up. It wasn't great. Now, Bob. of all uh, the things you could puke up, egg rolls are near the bottom of the, the list. The last I remembered is I ha- I took my eighth shot. 
Okay, that's a lot of shots of cognac. I was told I took about five more, oh. six more, maybe. Okay. All right, that's not good. Uh, you know, that didn't. Told his mom that she was smoking hot. <laughs> I mean, I oh, oh whoa. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, was she smoking hot? Uh, she was a smoke show. I think yeah. I, I think uh, my buddy that was there said I had told his mom that if the dad ever chose to leave in disrespect, that I would fill the role. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't go back to that house. You're like the friend in Four Christmases. Man. Hey, buddy, can I get you some gas money? Shoot huh? your shot, my man. <laughs> Why not? That's so good to see you, kids. Merry Christmas. <clears throat> we were the same friend. We were the same age. We yeah. smell each other's hands. We were best friends. Then you started sleeping with my mom. That was probably my worst. I had some good New Year's Eve, but that was probably the worst one. I, yeah, I mean, I, there's bad ones over the years. Most of the bad ones I don't remember for the reasons that yes. you're pointing out. There's a lot of blurriness and yes. uh, grayness when you think back on those. Swag, were you single for a New Year's Eve? Um, Like post the first... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I didn't. You I didn't, didn't do anything wild? No. Mm, that's too bad. I, New Year's Eve, especially since I started working here and doing the Les Schwab Invitational, right, I was a work schedule, cooked yeah. by the end of that week. I just wanted to, you know, just get with a few friends. <laughs> we, we, and... we took you down in your prime. <laughs> we did. Yeah. yeah. We did. So, 1080 uh, said, no, thank you. So, yeah. <laughs> Somebody texted in 1998, homemade moonshine. I woke up on January 3rd in the hospital. Oh, to be 22 again. That'll do it. Uh, that's terrifying. I tend to try and reminisce on the good New Year's Eve because I'm not a New Year's Eve guy. And I think my problem was like my New Year's Eve peaked. Like my best New Year's Eve ever was 2009. Oregon out of nowhere went to the Rose Bowl. And mm-hmm. I had a buddy who is uh, his family's very wealthy. And I live with him in college. And he he has this sweet spot in pa- his parents live in Pasadena. And so we flew down to the Rose Bowl and we stayed with him. And the house is just sick. And it was New Year's Eve, night before the game. Hot, We're all in the hot tubs in Los Angeles all the way till 4 o'clock in the morning. Man. Waking up at 7 to start drinking again for the Rose Bowl. I mean, they ended up losing the game, and it was depressing as hell when they lost. That was the first Ohio State one. But that I think my, my New Year's Eve peaked so early when I was like 22 year, or 21 years old, whatever it was, that there was no coming back from that. That was as good as it was going to get. God, listen to all this white privilege on this show. A lot of white privilege. Uh, last one quickly. Mail sack, listening from the DMV. Well, shout out to you. Hey. Uh, what's your worst place in the world that you have to go? I have to go? Like in, like the D, I think he's saying I'm at the DMV. Is that like, you have to you don't have really have a choice. Sometimes you have to go to the DMV. Uh I mean I dread anytime I have to go to a doctor or hospital, I dread it. Yeah, doctors the are dentist. pretty bad. Dentist. I hate the dentist. I used to hate the yeah. dentist too and I still do, but like now I just know they're benefiting me and so I just deal with whatever minor problem I have with them. But anxiety-wise, it's easily the, the doctor's office or the hospital. I hate it. Yeah, DMV's up there. I'll say the airport for me. I I hate going to the airport. Oh, I love a good airport. I hate traveling. I love I... to see the people watching. I love knowing I'm going somewhere cool. <laughs> Waiting in the security line. Oh, it's exciting, man. I hope they frisk me. <laughs> Feel me Get up. Get a little handsy. You, okay. sir, you look like you Ooh. are questionable at best. Looks like you're packing some heat there. Maybe, what if it's your friend's mom? Well, there you go. All right, let's close it up, and we'll do it next. on the. Yeah, added submissions for worst place to be. Costco parking lot got texted in. Oh, my. Can I rant about this real quick? We <laughs> sure. got 10 seconds. You got 10 seconds. Okay, count me down there, Swigard. <laughs> the Costco parking lot now in Clackamas off 82nd, every day, no matter what time, is impossible Jam. to find a parking spot now. Something's happened the last couple months where everybody's at Costco now. All day, every day. I went to my local uh, Freddy's yesterday to do some grocery shopping. Boy, oh boy, are they low on food. 
Dude, I went for medicine and they nuts. had nothing. They're running out of stuff. Yeah, the, are you? I think with, it's a weather issue because we got like blizzards all over. Have you seen the weather reports? There's like tornadoes oh, no. and blizzards, and it's nuts. Like every here? pocket of the no, not here. Oh. All over the country. No, the Sierra Nevadas down at California just got blanketed. There was millions of people out of power. The place, so. You telling me I should just bulk shop now and freeze a bunch of stuff and have it so I don't have to go Man. to the store? I did. I felt a little guilty because I looked at our weather and it's going to be cold, but we got like sun shine oh. for a week straight. God. Cold sunshine. Bless. Yeah, it's not supposed to rain and be windy during my Seahawk Niner game. No, it's going to be good weather. Should be on on uh, Thursday. Uh, we didn't get to it today. I, we don't really need to talk about it much. Chris Beard story is really ugly. Dude, really ugly. The details out of that thing. A woman in bed, and he just yeah. There was biting and punching, and how is he not fired? Strangling and they're, and, and they're like fired with cause. They're retrieving all the facts right now. Well, he was Brandon. suspended without pay. Yes, they had was. a game yesterday against Rice. Yeah, he, he didn't coach. He didn't I know, coach. but imagine like just yeah. going to that game and like the elephant in the room is something nobody's going to talk about. Really weird for the players too. They're number two or three in the country, aren't they? They were. Start. They dropped to seven. They had a they had a, a top ten there. team that yeah, he's got in Texas, team. and he does yeah. that. Oof. Uh, and the big story of the day was Mike Leach, R.I.P., friend of the show, uh, beloved in college football. Truly one of a kind. We've had fun kind of reminiscing, and listeners have been sending us audio clips of his famous rants over the years. There were there were a lot of them. And uh, we got a best of show coming up next Friday, so you'll hear from some of the past interviews that we've done with Mike Leach. But really sad. The Pirate R.I.P. Uh, Mike Yam tomorrow at 7.30 for us. And uh, fingers crossed Steve Wiltfong can pop on on Thursday. Okay, there you go. Yammer will have some great leech stories, too. He will. He was around the conference. And for those recruiting questions about Dante Moore, Wiltfong, if the phone works this time, hopefully answer it on Thursday. Uh, there you go. Good little show. If you missed it, go check the podcast, 1080thefan.com, at Turton Spring and at 1080thefan on Twitter. That will do it for us. Thanks for being a part of our Tuesday, everybody. We will talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Colin is next. You're listening to 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 